0: Hello. So, I was scrolling on my Instagram and I saw a post by a friend. It looks like a picture of a art installation or something. It looks like a plaque on a wall, a very big plaque on a wall. And the title is, Hate is Defined As so that's written at the top of this plaque in big letters. Hate is defined as, and then there's a bunch of small letters below that. And the first thing I wanna say about that is that it's kind of scary to define hate because it gives you a lot of power. And it might be too much power for someone to have to think that they can define hate if you if you it, it gives you the power to essentially put yourself on the right side of history whether you whether you are there or not, because you can say. I'm on the right side of history because I'm not hateful and the other side is. And obviously the other side can complain that they're not hateful. And in fact, you're the hateful one because you are the one hating the other side. And so, yeah, it's all very complicated to try to define hate, but perhaps we have to at least try if we want to get rid of hateful things. Whatever that means. Um, anyway, so the first thing that it says under the title, hate is defined as, is Intense hostility and aversion deriving from fear, anger, or sense of injury. Intense hostility and aversion deriving from fear, anger, or sense of injury. So hate is an intense feeling. Um... That you are afraid, angry, or injured by someone else. That makes sense. I think. The next thing it says is... The next definition for hate that says on this plaque is a systematic and especially politically exploited expression of hatred. I don't really know what that means. A a systematic and especially politically exploited expression of hatred. So first they use the word hatred in a definition of hate. So that's... Strange. Generally, you don't do that when you're defining a word. Um, So they have, the word political is in this definition. And that gets, you know, I can't help but thinking about the context of this. piece of art or if you can call it art, this installation, this political statement. Um, the context is of course our society and our political context where we have left and right. And I don't, you know, I, if you're listening to this and, you're, and you can imagine this installation, I bet you can guess what side of the political spectrum the people who made this are on, which is very interesting. Why would one side of the political spectrum be so obviously interested in, in defining hate? you know, I I think the people who made this are definitely on the left because they seem to always accuse the right of being hateful. And not always, but often when the left does that, they do it in a hateful way, which is ironic. And I think One of the main points that I want to convey about this is that I think the only hate that you really have the power to define and point to is the hate that you carry in your own self. You might look at someone else's actions Or words and say that's hateful but you will never really know if that's true you'll never really know if what they're feeling when they say those things is intense hostility and aversion deriving from fear anger or sense of inner injury so that's the first definition that they had on this plaque which kind of makes sense. You know, someone might say something, for example, like, I don't think we should expand our welfare state. And you might automatically think, well, that's a hateful thing to to believe. You must hate poor people. And of course, that's not true. That person who doesn't believe in expanding the welfare state does not hate poor people. No one hates poor people as a category. They might not like the experience of being asked for money on the street, but Very few people, at least very few people in the in the category of smart people who are trying to get involved in politics actually hate poor people. I think there are many people who believe that expanding the welfare system is actually bad for poor people. They may be wrong about that. They don't have their beliefs, aren't derived from hate. And so, people who simply dismiss their views because they believe they're hateful is missing the point and sort of ignoring the real conversation that needs to be had about whether welfare needs to be expanded or not. And that would involve actual discussions and consideration of other people's views and all those things that are much more complicated than simply dismissing someone else's views because they're hateful. And I think this plaque is attempting to make it easy for people on the left to dismiss other people's views because they're hateful. You know, if, if you want to accuse other people of being hateful, you've ha- you got to make sure that there's no hate in your own heart. If you hate someone, don't go accusing them of being hateful. So it goes down. So, you've noticed my reaction to this so far. You might describe my reaction to this art installation as negative. And so, there's more text on this plaque. It continues. Initial negative reactions to this installation will be interpreted as a positive outcome for our shared future together. So, what they're saying is that negative reactions to this installation are a good thing. So maybe what I'm maybe what they're trying to say is I don't know, maybe they agree that hate can't be the accusations of hate can't be just thrown about without really taking into account your own hate. And maybe they think my reaction is what they were trying to illicit in people. I don't think that's true. And then it continues, let's not become casual about love or hate in our world. We can do better. Okay, yes, let's not become casual about love or hate. That's a good thing to say. We can do better. Yeah, I do have negative reactions to this. Who are you accusing of hate? And are you, how are you so sure that you're right about that accusation? And what do you propose to do about that person who, are you, who you are accusing of hate? Obviously, you can't argue with that. You can't argue with hate. So what are you going to do? Are you going to silence them? Are you going to ignore them? Are you going to uh, try to punish them? Are you going to put them in jail? Are you going to restrict their freedoms I don't think any of those things are a good idea, but it seems if you if you think someone is really truly hateful, it limits your options to not good options for trying to make the situation better you know if if they're at least if they at least have good intentions, then you can probably argue with them and get them on your side but if you think they're hateful there's there's no arguing and it seems like you've 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 cut your your foot off before you even started the race by accusing them of being hateful so it's very interesting what what happens next on this plaque It says, here's what others have to say about hate. And they quote Martin Luther King, of course. They say, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Now, that's a very good thing to say. I agree with that statement. But I think that statement has nothing to do with anything political. I think it has everything to do with what's in your own heart. Going back again to what I said about the only hate that you can really, truly identify as the hate that you have. In order order to drive out that hate in your own self, it's got to be love that takes its place. And so do you love those people who you disagree with? Do you love those people who you think are hateful? Do you love Donald Trump? To put a, a more concrete example out there. Here's another one. Whoever says he is in the light and hates his brother is still in darkness. That's from the Bible. That's a good thing to say as well. (laughs) Again, about personal, not political. Here's more. It says, let not hatred of the people incite you not to act equitably. That's in the Quran. Another, the last little bit is from the Dalai Lama. It says, when you hate someone intensely, 80% of what you think is delusion. Now that's very interesting. I've never heard that before. It's quoted to the Dalai Lama. Who knows if the Dalai Lama actually said it, but it seems like a, an interesting statement. When you hate someone intensely, 80% of what you think is delusion. think that through. How many people out there hate Donald Trump? And how many people would say that 80% of what they think is delusion? That's a very scary thought. I don't know if that's true or not, but it seems like hate can really interfere. I mean, we all know about things like confirmation bias and how humans can construct a reality around them that confirms what they already feel or believe. So, if you already hate someone, you're definitely not going to see any evidence that they're a good person. And so 80% of what you believe about someone you hate is probably delusion. I think that's true. I don't think you can learn or truly learn about someone if you hate them. You have all these ideas that they're evil, that they're well, they want to hurt you, they want I mean in in rare cases this is true. That someone only wants to hurt you. And if that's true, even then you can still love them. I mean, there's I hear stories of amazing people who who forgive the person who murdered their daughter or something like that. And they're the love that they are capable of is just amazing in those circumstances. And that love can actually help heal that person who committed murder and turn them into a positive force in their world. Even though they might be in prison, they might be a positive force within the prison environment because of the love and forgiveness that they received from the mother of the person they killed. And so it's, hate isn't a political thing it's a very personal thing and i hope this is somehow useful for you i think it's much more difficult and interesting and fruitful to look at your own hate rather than accusing other people of hate if you get rid of your own hate it might actually it might actually drive the hate out of other people if you accuse other people of being hateful i don't think that's going to drive the hate out of them it's like like martin luther king said hate cannot drive out hate Accusing other people of being hateful seems to be a hateful thing to do. So, try to understand people and love them, and maybe the hate will go away.